Welcome to the Joy Joya podcast, where jewelry is joy and everyone is encouraged to add more polish and sparkle to the world with topics ranging from marketing tips to business development, best practices and beyond. This is the go-to podcast for ambitious jewelry industry dreamers like you. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worsiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and professionals so they can thrive while adding more beauty to the world. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. As we all know, jewelry is joy, so I'll gladly seize any opportunity to talk about it. This is episode 218. You're checking out a weekly segment of this podcast called The Gold Mine, which is a more intimate, personal, and brief take from me about a topic of my choosing, but typically in the categories of entrepreneurship, growth, mindset, as well as my own personal observations about the industry. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. You could get interviews and business development and marketing tips on Sundays and the goldmine with me on Wednesdays. If you're a return listener or viewer, thanks for following along. So in this week's episode, I'll be talking about the things I'm most looking forward to in the jewelry industry in 2023. The new year will be here before you know it. And I don't know about you, but I'm pumped. In the previous episode 217, I shared my jewelry marketing predictions. So definitely check that one out. This one's intended to build on that episode. And also you can visit joyjoya.com slash 2023 to get a free ebook companion to episode 217. And I'd also love to know what are you most looking forward to in the new year? I'll be discussing what's in store for the industry, the three things I'm most excited about for the coming year, and why you should get excited too. So first, let's talk about, in general, what's in store for the industry in 2023. Well, at least when it comes to the luxury aspect of the industry, it's really focused on growth. I recently saw this awesome New York Times article, which I'll link in the show notes, that said optimism, especially among luxury brands, has surprisingly never been higher. So Bulgari and Cartier are expanding jewelry factories and opening new ones. Tiffany & Co. is on a retail renovation spree, and you may have heard that Prada just introduced its first fine jewelry collection. So if we're looking at personal luxury goods in general, jewelry has definitely been gaining share over other segments when it comes to demand. Thinking not just about luxury, but also about branded jewelry, so that could be at other price points. To give you some perspective, in 2021, branded jewelry represented 25 to 30% of the jewelry market. That is a marked increase from 15 to 20% that it represented in 2011. And now I'm hearing predictions that branded jewelry will account for more than a third of the market in a few years. So basically looking ahead, the opportunities are huge for strong brands 
people trust brands, they have relationships with brands. When consumers are feeling super overwhelmed by all the options, choice in the marketplace, they will look to brands they trust first because it kind of makes the, the decision easy for them. They'll just gravitate to what they know and what they resonate with. So now that I've kind of given you a little bit of a lay of the land, I want to briefly talk about the three things that I'm most excited about for the coming year. Number one, I'm excited for jewelry businesses to finally realize the power of brand. I'm like on a personal mission to get people excited about this in 2023 and excited about the opportunities available to the businesses that truly lean into the power of building a brand. I just talked about how market share for branded jewelry has been growing rapidly and that the predictions are only showing that on an upswing. So why would you not want to build a brand? That is truly the way forward in this industry, especially if you're not established in the luxury sector. You need to focus on building a brand. I think that that is a fun and dynamic process, a creative process, one that can really capitalize on the emotional aspect of this jewelry product that we sell, on the sentimentality of it, on the reasons that people buy jewelry. So I am most excited about seeing jewelry businesses lean into brands in 2023. The second thing I'm also super excited about in this industry is I'm really looking forward to seeing the continued product diversity in the marketplace and how that continues to impact consumer behavior, as well as who begins buying jewelry, even if they haven't purchased jewelry in the past. So what I mean more specifically is like more choice in natural versus lab-grown diamonds. I know there's like a lot of arguments about either or. There's a lot of tension in the industry between the two, but ultimately consumers want choice and there's more choice available to them. And also the education that comes around what they may want to choose. Also more men's jewelry. So many more options for men. Um, in addition, more ways to shop in-store versus online versus that hybrid experience, more freedom in couples getting married, choosing alternative wedding jewelry and feeling empowered to kind of pick what feels the most authentic and personal to them. Also, customers leaning into personalization, customized designs, so many more options, again, to choose something personal and authentic. And also the jewelry marketplace becoming more friendly than ever for self-purchasers. So I love all of this choice and I'm really looking forward to seeing how it impacts consumer behavior. And even will more consumers now be entering the space buying jewelry when perhaps they did not feel like there was a place for them 
to purchase jewelry. And the third thing I'm most excited about is I'm looking forward to seeing how brands find new ways to connect with customers beyond social media. I think so many more brands are truly realizing that they have no control over customer data if they rely and depend on social media as their primary way of connecting with customers, realizing that the algorithm doesn't make social media like a reliable way of marketing and that consumer behavior when it comes to shopping on social media is always shifting. There's different trends, different patterns. It's too volatile. So what can be done to use social media effectively, not necessarily to abandon it, but to incorporate it into a holistic approach to acquiring and courting and maintaining customers while also trying other things. And I'm really excited about that. So why should you also be getting excited about the new year if you're not excited already? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some raw rawing here. So the jewelry industry is changing rapidly, as you probably know, with so many new brands entering the marketplace. It's kind of overwhelming, yes, but it's also super interesting because each one brings a new perspective each one has a potential to kind of shift how consumers shop and adds more choices to the mix in a way that might feel like a lot for you, like a lot to keep up with. But if you can change your perspective about that, about that and see truly how much opportunity there is out there and dynamic excitement in this industry that we're in, you can really have a fun, wild time on your journey to success. So getting on that train, let's say for 2023, should definitely be something that you can look forward to. What do you think? What is making you excited? I want to know. Please leave a comment on YouTube or let me know in a podcast review. You can also always email me Larissa. That's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. And thanks for listening or watching. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about working with Joy Joya, visit joyjoya.com, where you can sign up to download our free eBooks about various topics in jewelry marketing.